All right, welcome to Growth Quest, the business and personal podcast for those of us who want to make something of ourselves. Yeah. This is the podcast of the next century where iron sharpens iron. I am your host, Mel Solomon, and this is episode numero tres. And tonight I have probably one of the most special guests that I will probably ever have on this <laughs> show. And it is my very own mother. Yay! <laughs> And as we film this, tomorrow is actually a huge and, and very special day for this woman. I'm yes. going to give her 21 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> she was seen to be blessed enough to be placed on this earth. So tomorrow will be her birthday. So I'll be the first to give her a extremely early happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I am so happy. Boy, you don't even know. I can't even <laughs> believe I'm here all these many years, but the grace of God is real. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're gonna we're here today or tonight to talk about something that she will be releasing here very soon. Yeah. And I want to kind of give you the floor to to talk about what it is. Okay. Well, um, I don't know if they can see my background, the little bit of the poster. My book is being published as of tomorrow, November 10th, 2020. My birthday is called Flora's Tears, and it is definitely a dream come true. Um, over the past few years, I've been a caregiver, a mom, a sister, friend, everything. And I'm just so grateful to God to let me see my book being published and to see my uh, life letting um, the change in other people's lives, see another change come through in other people's lives. So I am so grateful for that because it's more than just a book. It's, it's called a resource system and it helps children and parents uh, develop their emotional skills, social skills, um, the way they talk and interact with each other. So it's more than just a book. It's it's a wonderful resource system. So as we, we dive into the, the book, I want to uh, bring up something. I know you haven't been keeping up with hip hop lately. Um, no. Last thing you probably heard was Biggie <laughs> featuring Mace. So I'm going to catch you up on oh, where we're God. at today in hip hop. Have okay. you ever heard of a young man named King Vaughn? No. No? Um, no? So after we leave off of here, you should probably, I'll send you one of his songs. Okay. Uh, he was just killed the oh, night before yesterday. I'm sorry. Um, How old was he? 26 years old. Oh, man. And one of the things with, with King Vaughn, I, I don't remember when I actually discovered Vaughn, but his music was actually like uh, entertaining. You understood what he was saying was mm -hmm. true, but at the same time, a mm -hmm. lot of people was able to live vicariously through his lyrics. Okay. And uh, what I heard him say on, on Gilly's podcast, because um, mm -hmm. Gilly was interviewing him, and Gilly asked mm -hmm. him about what's going on in Chicago, how you can have 400-something people mm -hmm. shot in one weekend. Yeah. what King Vaughn yes. said is there's a bunch of men running around that don't know how to open up and conversate with one another there you go <laughs> he said there's a bunch there of men running around they don't know how to to approach each other as men so that's right somebody just lashes out 
And That's right. They'll kill somebody's cousin. Now all of a That's sudden, right. that person's cousin feels like he needs to come back and get revenge. So then it's, it's right. never-ending cycle where men That's feel right. like, I'm hurt. Now you need to feel the pain that I'm feeling. That's right. That's right. So on one weekend, you'll have hundreds of people shot. And dozens oh of people God. that's actually murdered in the city of Chicago. And it's a never ending. It goes on and on because I'm retaliating because of what you did. So I know the book that you wrote dives down into a, a actual, it goes deeper than just a book. Yes. It hits into an actual program that people can take advantage of. Yes. Yeah. Um, how do you, how would you approach men that don't know how to approach a situation in order to rectify it so it doesn't have to go into projecting your hurt onto another individual? You always have to think first. You always, because there's always consequences to what you do. There's always, I don't care if you did something nice or if you did something evil, there is consequences. So mm -hmm. before you do anything, because even if you think, okay, I'm going to go do something dirty, you know there's going to be consequences. You know mm -hmm. you're going to suffer personally or your family is going to suffer. Somebody's going to suffer. Mm -hmm. So why just, bam, you know, I can't control myself. I'm just going to go, go crazy. No, you have to think first. There's always going to be a consequence. Mm -hmm. So think first. Breathe. Even if you have to pray, if you mm -hmm. have to go in a corner somewhere find your 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 peace whatever your peace is you have to find your peace and calm yourself before you do something stupid yep so uh what about those people who suffer from uh that that kind of impulse control but they don't have in essence the same kind of spirituality that we have i get what you're saying they don't have that that stop button mm-hmm they don't have that stop yep. button, but you still have to stop and think you uh -huh. have to. And th those are people who unfortunately are not going to listen to something like this mm -hmm. or are not going to because they don't have that stop button. But there are some that are going to say, wait a minute. He says something and I'm going to think about it mm -hmm. or she said something and I'm going to think about it. Those are people who do have that. Uh, the stop button because they've taken time to think and say, wait a minute, there will be consequences on my life. There will be consequences on my family. So those are the ones you always want to, I don't care what you're doing in life. You want to focus on the ones that you know that that arrow is going to hit. You are here for certain people and that arrow is going to hit certain places and the other ones, you know, God bless them. You can pray for them, but, Whatever you have is not for them, unfortunately. Let's um, introduce you. I, don't, I, don't, I hope you don't mind me coming this direction. Uh -huh. But we're going to introduce, we got author Wendy right now. Uh -huh. But let's introduce them to Wendy Tawana. Uh-oh, who's quick. that? Little Brooklyn girl you talking about? Brooklyn girl. So you were born where? <laughs> okay. Uh, Bedford style. Iverson, Brooklyn, actually. Bedford, Born in Bedford, Iverson, Brooklyn. Madison, Madison Street, and we moved to Bushwick. <laughs> yeah, little Brooklyn. So, girl. what was your, what were you, what was your um, life like growing up? 
Oh my God. Just so we can understand. So we're not looking at. I you. came through. You talking about all of the 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 real Brooklyn? Yeah, stuff, yeah, that's what I'm I trying to reach. Because I want people to develop a, a understanding and a connection of who you are. Okay, and okay. where you're coming from. Okay, so that they know. All right, there's gonna be. I can identify. Okay, I get it. I get it. Well, Brooklyn, growing up. Um. Oh my God. You had the block parties, you know, you had the fun. And then you had, I mean, I'm thinking about even in the 70s where you saw domestic violence on a regular basis. And it was just regular, unfortunately. You saw mm -hmm. a man punching a woman and a woman screaming and you heard your neighbors fighting mm -hmm. and you heard the, the kids crying and, and my mom would have to feed people and all stuff like that. I mean, regularly. Mm -hmm. um, so that was not uncommon. That was, it was uh, regular, unfortunately. And then um, I can remember in Bushwick, with cocaine and all of that, it was just, it was bad. You know, um, seeing people, beautiful young girls getting their teeth knocked out mm -hmm. from, you know, doing crack and all. Turning it seems like fiends. all the crackheads would lose their teeth, huh? Turning into fiends. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was all the crackheads would lose their teeth, unfortunately. Um, but in between all of that, you know, you, we still took care of each other. Those of us who came from families who still leaned into love, we still took care of each other. Mm -hmm. Even when you saw a family member fall by the wayside and did drugs or something like that, we still took care of each other. Mm -hmm. That was the glue. Love was the glue. If you can see it up there, L-O-V-E, love was the glue. And unfortunately, that's what we're, we're missing. Love is an action word. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me you love me and you don't show me. You keep mm -hmm. that to yourself. Love is an action word. You know, and before we get into one of the, because uh, I want to build that up into what you have in one of your notes, uh, offering a foundation for you to address difficult conversations. And um, I want to kind of tie this in. One okay. of the biggest areas of hypocrisy that I see within our community, um, I we it. always talk about loving one another. You know what I mean? And this is still coming along the lines of, of where King Vaughn was trying to, was coming from. Mm -hmm. um, we always talk about loving one another. We always talk about buying black and we always talk about supporting black businesses. We always talk mm -hmm. about uh, voting our own interest, et cetera, et cetera. But when you look at the at our, our real um, protectors or the people that should be our protectors within our communities, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we see them tearing each other down, mm -hmm. unfortunately. You mm -hmm. don't see uh, Mark Zuckerberg and you don't see the, the owner of Twitter and you don't see Elon Musk running around beefing with each other and shooting at each other. Right. The other billionaires. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But you'll see Jay-Z throwing in little lines in his his songs. Right. About somebody Those else. Little, he's, even though he's got to get you, got to jab at you, got to stab at you. Exactly. Yeah. You don't see that amongst uh, other individuals. Right. So your foundation growing up and figuring mm -hmm. out that you had neighbors that you had to depend on 
mm-hmm. to make it through some of the, the rough times in life mm-hmm. brought you to where you're at hitting now. Mm-hmm. And it, it helped you to develop a specific mind frame. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your recommendation to let people know that they need to go back to their, what developed them to where they're at today and cause that to be their concrete foundation and turn around and do better for themselves? You know, people can't give to you what they don't have. Mm-hmm. You have to find even if you have to to dig deep inside of yourself and find that love, remember the the words of your grandmother and your grandfather. Remember that neighbor that gave you a dish of food or a meal or something. Remember those things. You have mm-hmm. to find those things. And all of this hell and hellish behavior that we're seeing, we're experiencing and stuff like that, sometimes you can't help but act like an animal because that's the environment and I can remember that um, even in Brooklyn that reminds me of something somebody said to me and um, it was a friend a friend of mine he said um he said wow he said I like how you live and I said what do you mean he said you can be in an environment but the environment doesn't have to be in you Mm -hmm. I said wow that's powerful and that's what I say to these people you can be in an environment, but don't let that environment be in you. There's mm-hmm. change that needs to come among us, and especially us. You know, we have to. There's a, we need to change all over in general. But like you said, in our community, we need a change. We mm-hmm. have to have a change. We can't go on like this because we are killing each other. We're doing away, not even just physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. We're doing away with each other like it's unbelievable. It's so unfortunate. So this is your wake-up call. This is your knock on the door. A lot of people say um, opportunity doesn't knock at your door. Well, yes, it knocks at your door in 2020. Now it's on your Zoom. Now it's on your Instagram. Now it's on your YouTube. It's your wake-up call. This is your life. You don't get another chance to live it. This is your legacy. What are you leaving behind? Are you leaving behind hell? Are you leaving behind blessings, Mm -hmm. victory? What are you leaving? Because you're leaving here. (laughs) You're leaving here. Which way you go? What are you going to leave for your children Mm -hmm. and your grandchildren? This is reality. This is your wake-up call. Wake the hell up. <laughs> so, uh, kind of, we kind of hit on it a little bit, but uh, let's kind of ease back to the, the book. So, okay. I have a promoting communication skills, cognitive skills, assisting with emotional control, mm-hmm. and developing strong problem-solving skills. Yes. Um. How were you able to kind of author that into this book? Well, that comes with the resource kit itself. Uh-huh. Once you get through the book, you're identifying these emotions because as a five-year-old, I'm just giving an example, as a five-year-old or a six-year-old, you know the little things. You know I'm happy. You know I'm sad. But what if something bad happens to you and you're not quite sure what, what just happened? You don't know what to put that word on. So with this resource kit, 
You'd be surprised. You can dig in there. It's not to point fingers at nobody. It's not to shame nobody. It's not to make nobody look bad. It's to open and expose what needs to be healed. And this resource kit does that. It opens and it exposes what needs to be healed and looked at and examined so your family can go from the place of where it is to where you need it to be or you want it to be. So, and, and that's the, the thing, and that's why I'm glad that you came out with this as a, a children's book. Mm -hmm. I wanted to start with the adult um, version of it, the adult problems of it, so mm -hmm. that we can lead in from the, the branches mm -hmm. and start going down into the trunk, which is the, mm -hmm. the issues, and then down to the roots of where it all uh, comes from. Mm -hmm. um, so for our listeners, this is a, a children's book. Yes. And now we're going to kind of hit on the root of where your adult problems normally stem yes. from. And yes. it stems from um, being a kid. And very often within our society, it doesn't matter what what uh, community you stem from, mm -hmm. you're not necessarily taught the right ways to have an emotional reaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you remember the movie Minister Society, um, a lot of the, the issues that they had mm -hmm. came from when they were kids. Mm -hmm. They watched their parents playing their card games mm -hmm. and Smoking. shoot somebody or they watched their parents yep. um, beating on one another like you said growing up in Brooklyn mm -hmm. uh, they watched their parents have drug issues and alcohol mm -hmm. abuse issues mm -hmm. and it allowed them to be able to go out and, and have influence mm -hmm. other than where their influence should have initially came from they thought it was normal they didn't think it was exactly. something wrong with it they thought it was normal is the same thing Jay-Z was, was talking about where he said that um, he had to do something to quiet his, his stomach rumblings. He mm -hmm. hungry at night. So now he has to act like the adults of the household, mm -hmm. go out and get money by any means possible just mm -hmm. so that he can, he can eat. Mm -hmm. And um, how do you go ahead? Just, just take it over. How do you um, attack those issues for, for these children like how do you make the children want to get into the activities and and really try to connect with their emotional it's selves? so easy it's so easy because you're already together as a family you're reading the book and you're exchanging your your feelings your emotions you're exchanging stories and it's already a setting mm -hmm. that is open to the activity of sharing it's it's sharing it's already you come together you're sitting together you're reading and you're sharing so you're open and mm -hmm. that's one of the things we put in the book for the parents you know when you hear things don't get defensive don't get um angry at the child that's that child's truth whether you want to hear it or not or whether you like it or not that's that child's point of view, and that's their truth. Mm -hmm. So you can't reject it. You can't, um, you know, push it away because you don't like what you're hearing or you don't like what you're seeing. That's that child's truth. So you have to learn to listen to that child and make the change. So, and, and another thing it does, it uncovers if you need to take it to the next step, if you do need to 
um, speak to your your physician and, and, and further go uh, with therapy and something like that. It, it's already open, you know, to that idea of going, you know, I need to get some help here or, you know, this is going further than what uh, um, the resource system can do. I need to find a therapist, you know, because you're open to that information. So uh, what is permissive parenting? Permissive, that means you're being too, you know, you just, yes, everything is yes, you know, yes. Mom, uh-huh. can I go to uh, to the party and you're only 15 and stand out 12 and one o'clock at, you know, one o'clock in the morning? No, you, you have to learn how to be the parent, you know, it's either, you know, too permissive or too extreme. You're too hard. You have to learn that that happy balance. It's a happy balance you have to learn. You don't want to make the rope so short that they're um, they'll become um, you know bitter, resentful, and start doing stuff behind your back. So you want it's a happy balance. You have to find that balance, and it's not easy. But you that find is hard that. to do. Well, it's doable. It's not like it's not doable. It's doable. Look at that you. Is so hard to do because I'll go down. No, it's doable. Like, it's doable. I'll be like, yo, do me a favor. <laughs> go sweep the floor real quick and then do a few dishes. Not all of the dishes, just a few dishes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to come down there. When I come down there, I want to be able to like cook or whatever, like mop right. behind y'all because y'all swept, whatever. And I come downstairs Mm-hmm. And the floor ain't swept. Neither is the dishes done, but they over there playing on a, a computer game somewhere. <laughs> which makes me go, hey, is your homework done? No, my homework ain't. So now I got to come and drag everybody from the fun mm-hmm. they've been having and force them to do everything they needed to do for the next few hours. Now I'm the bad guy. You know what I mean? Right. And, then right. Come to look, and I'm like, all right, y'all don't deserve nothing. Not jack. <laughs> <laughs> The weekend come. Can we do this? That no, nobody's mm-hmm. doing anything. Y'all done got on my. Well, you know what? That means you got to micromanage. Unfortunately, when you see where you have to micromanage, you micromanage. When you can step back, when you see, okay, now they learned. I'm not, you know, the runover or the pushover, or you know, you will be well taken care of regardless. But I need you to do X, Y, Z. When you can um, sit back after they've done their chores, that's different. But you, right now, you, it looks like you're going to have to micromanage. <laughs> See? Because uh, when I get to that point, I'm like, nobody deserves not Nothing. a thing. No, because you, you got to micromanage. Moving. We ain't having no fun. Don't no breathe. Fun. Don't laugh. Don't pick up, pick up a piece of chalk to even try to play hopscotch. <laughs> I don't care what y'all want to do. <laughs> we ain't doing it. Y'all sit here and stare at each other. That's it. Don't no, even blink. No, no. Got to micromanage. <laughs> Small steps before the big steps. So that's 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 kind of where I'm at with, with, uh, <laughs> that's with mine. And it, and it makes me nervous because I'm like, if I'm already doing that here, you know what I mean? The oldest one is 13. Mm-hmm. When she's 16, 17, and she actually wants to go out and do something. Mm-hmm. And you know what, with girls, right? It don't get no much better with the attitudes and right. the, the laziness and not wanting to do what anybody 
I won't even call it laziness. It's mindful rebellion. <laughs> like I See, know now that's you, different. I know exactly what you told me to do, mm-hmm, but, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do yeah. it, and I'm gonna do yeah. what I want to do. Yeah, and I know that I can't like grasp and be like, "Nah, ain't nobody doing anything," <laughs> especially at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, because then they were gonna run around like Catholic schoolgirls and and uh, Mormon schoolgirls. <laughs> that's. <laughs> So if you, well, you get, gotta reel it in. Uh, now you gotta reel it in. You know what? <laughs> reel it in. What's the fine line in your graceful opinion between uh like when to let go of the ma- the micromanagement and when to, to step into more of a laissez faire kind of well you've already shown when they shown that they, they can't, you know, when you go upstairs and you know they supposed to have did XYZ and you come down and nothing is done and you it's like the zoo down there, like Okay, this is it. Now I have to micromanage you. Mm-hmm. And then slowly let off the micro. Once you see the behavior change, you change. That's yep. it. All right. So um, I have spotlight areas for parents to intervene and de-escalate problem areas and mm-hmm. negative behaviors, which allows you to speak to seek help for yourself and your child. Children with your uh, pediatrician, your pediatrician doctor. doctor. Yeah, we, that's what we spoke about earlier. It'll mm-hmm. it'll show you like some children really do, do have like major problems, um, behavior problems. And when you see that is exposed, then you can go ahead and talk to your pediatrician because even in public, you've been places and you've seen children that's just, you know, this is just completely out of order. This child needs some help. So that that's where it exposes, you know, you, you, some children do need additional help. So uh, what what's those help centers that you would recommend people to, to reach out to? Because a lot of people don't know um, what I've always learned was uh, pretty much for those who were probably leaning toward being more suicidal. Mm. Um, you always ask straight out. Hey, do you plan to, to kill yourself? Do you plan on hurting anybody Hurt else, et cetera, et cetera? Right. And then uh, once you ask, depending on their answer, you yourself will care. And then you have to escort them to uh, a quote unquote help center. Right. Um, what are right. the help centers that you would recommend? Um, you definitely, uh, depending on the situation, if it's urgent, always 911 immediately. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know that. Um but if it's something, you know, um, like an urgent care, if you can get them to an urgent care center or, you know, sometimes people trust maybe an aunt or maybe an uncle or something like that. And you talk to that aunt, you talk to that uncle and say, hey, um, Johnny needs some additional help. Can you take Johnny or come with us mm-hmm. to his pediatrician or something like Because sometimes... Unfortunately, sometimes children don't trust their parents with certain information or their guardian with certain information. And you have to bring, you have to be willing to bring other people in. That's number one. You have to be willing because sometimes people, especially us, we always got these huge family secrets and this is not a time for stuff like that. If you Mm -hmm. see somebody has a serious situation or a serious problem, you have to be willing to let other people in. 
And so that's what, you know, my advice is be willing to let that favorite aunt in, be willing to let that favorite uncle, whoever it is, that favorite teacher or whatever, let them help you, you know? So don't, don't try to handle the situation always on your own. No, you, There's you other have to people be willing that you to help, get help. down your guard and have that's right. come that's in right. And, and aid in the, the situation. That's right. And it's not about you. If you see that child needs help, it's not about you. You trying to not be embarrassed or something mm -hmm. crazy. The kid needs help. You know, mm -hmm. it's not about you being embarrassed. Get the child some help. So two part book. Yes. Right. The first one is the children's book. Mm -hmm. And the second part from the sounds the of it yeah, is a workbook resources. where you mm -hmm. have to involve both parent and child together. Right. So that that child is comfortable enough uh, to know what they're feeling, how to react when they are feeling that that particular emotion. Right. And as they age, they're comfortable enough to also reach out for help when they know that they need help. That's right. That's and right. Um, bringing that to, to places where people can relate. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you heard of the baby. We already discussed that the last song you probably heard from that particular genre is probably from Escape. But um, <laughs> the baby is another rapper from, from North Carolina. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> he recently put out a tweet where he, he told people that if they know that they need to get help, that they... That's what they need to do. That's Go right. speak to somebody and stop hiding from your That's right. Problems That's right. Emotion. Always want to have said, I'm about to go and get help myself. That's right. You know? That's and, right. In uh, my previous episode, uh, we spoke about mental health in our our neighborhoods mm -hmm. and our, our need for mental health. Seriously. It's unfortunate, but people are suffering. And a yes. lot of suffering comes from when they start you know we no longer have in our communities the the, the two-parent households that's right you know granted there's mm -hmm. a, a study from the cdc that says that more fathers from the black community are spending time with their children mm -hmm. than from any other community mm -hmm. however they're, they're spending time with their children but it's not a cohesive uh mm -hmm. two-parent household you mm -hmm. know and mm -hmm. we're, we're no longer the community of the 40s, 50s, and, and the early 60s like we used to mm -hmm. be. That cohesiveness isn't there. Right. We point to Chicago very, very often to, to kind of prove that. Mm -hmm. That cohesiveness is no longer there. It's not there. For whatever mm -hmm. reason, we, we talk a good game. Uh, we make it look like we're, we're doing this, this unity. And then we go and stab each other in the back after. Back you know i get it i get it and that's why i say this is time it's healing time it's mm -hmm. it's serious healing time it's it's not where you can look all shiny and bright and bling bling on the outside you know you got the little tulips and rainbows and and in the side inside you got black clouds and hell is raging on the inside yeah this is it's not a time for that it's a time for healing and help and and people, if you got millions of people, especially in this environment of the pandemic, literally millions of people are taking pills for anxiety mm -hmm. and things like that. Now, if you got adults taking pills, what is going on with the children? Exactly. Can you please tell me? 
if you got adults, grown people, forties and fifties taking pills, and the young kids and the is doing it too. In the breeze, what's going on? It's time to do something. The young kids is doing it too. Another rapper I'm gonna point to, Juice World, just passed away from uh, a few months back on a private jet, flying in, swallow pills uh, to try to to hide them away oh. from customs. Oh. And ended up passing away from from the overdose. A lot of most of the songs now talking about Molly's Percocet, Zans. So you know what the people are hurting. People are hurting. People are hurting. Young and old, people are hurting. We know what the issues are. Mm -hmm. And we see that we have one person here that's that's, uh, trying to offer a solution to those issues. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's time that we stop pushing away the solutions Mm -hmm. when you see them Mm -hmm. in your face Mm -hmm. and start accepting those solutions. Mm -hmm. You know, is there anything else you want to add, Mom? I just want people to know, um, again, that it's time for change. It's time to help yourselves, help your families, help your loved ones. Because, again, I don't know if you can see my little timer has ran out. (sighs) I did that purposely. There comes a time when you can't turn the clock back. This is your family. This is your children. This is your legacy. Do something about it. It's the time to do something about it. So let the listeners know where they can find you, um, what your YouTube is, your Instagram. Yes, yes. Website. Um, okay. <laughs> um, Flores Tears YouTube channel. Um, the email address is floristears at gmail.com. And I'm on bit.ly. Um, the resource kit on bit.ly is called growing and feeling resource system, VIP coaching, LLC. And I'm on Instagram as the number one fab, lovely lady. So it's one fab, lovely, lovely lady. And I'm on Facebook as my name. So you can hit me up on Facebook. (laughs) So before we get out of here, before we cut out real quick, Mm -hmm. my mom used to tell me stories about my grandmother. The book is named after my grandmother. All right. Yes. Yes. You know that my mom is from Brooklyn. (laughs) I was born in Brooklyn. You get me? My mom used to tell me how my grandmother would hit the streets to handle her business. Oh, boy. Is there one story that you are willing at this point in time, <laughs> to share about my grandmother. Yes. Very much handling her business on the street oh my gosh. in Brooklyn. Okay, my mom, she was the sweetest lady. She really was. I mean, she would feed you literally thousands of people she fed and changed and everything. But this one sweet lady, don't you get her wrong. Don't you get her wrong. So I'll tell you this little quick story. Um... She thought somebody was going after her man. Uh oh. She took some neon green paint. <laughs> I saw her drink her sugar water. And when you see her drink her sugar water, don't touch, don't get near her because it's done. It's something get ready to go down. When you see her drink her sugar water, she went down the street. She swung it on that lady. She threw it all up on her window. 
It was on the car. I don't know if she got a few licks in. I don't know, but probably was up in that. You don't get Flora wrong. She loves you. She'll take care of you, but you don't do the wrong thing. So that's what I So what, what the moral of the story is, is if a woman says she's from Brooklyn, run. All right. That's... <laughs> That's the that's the main moral of the story. <laughs> you ain't doing right. Not the more. If you ain't yeah, acting you gotta right, do the right thing. All right. Do the right thing from the start. Do the just stay <laughs> nice. I don't know about people from Malibu. <laughs> I don't know about people from the Upper West Side. I don't know about that. But if you ain't doing right, if you ain't thinking right, if you ain't acting right, we can fix Brooklyn. It. You probably gonna get a few licks upside your head. I'm gonna tell you, like Bernie Mac said, they are gonna beat you to the white meat shell. White <laughs> meat. All right. Uh, so, pending anything else, anything else that you need to add, want to add any late Dave rounds? I just want people to take this seriously. We, you know, it's a good book. Um, we're sharing great information, but do the right thing for your family. Make the purchase of the resources and get your family on the right track. Today is a good day to do that. All right. So this has been Growth Quest Podcast, where iron sharpens iron. Keep in mind that we are here to make sure that not only we grow ourselves, but we are trying to ensure that while we're growing ourselves, we're helping other people grow as well. Uh, so that's the the point behind that's this podcast. Right. I'm scratching backs, so you're scratching my back, and we're all scratching each other's back at the same time. So that's right. Thank you again for tuning in, and hopefully, I get to see you again. Be blessed. Yay.